You are listening to a Nerd Room Podcast, a member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more from the Star Wars Commonwealth on the web at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Hey everyone and welcome to the Nerd. We talk all things Star Wars, Marvel, and DC. This is episode number 182. We're discussing the new Obi-Wan series, Spider-Man Eggs in the MCU, and cross-casting the MCU and DC Extended Universe. I'm one of your hosts, Tim. I'm Troy. And I'm Sanjay. And a big <laughs> welcome back from Sanjay. It's been a while since we've got together to talk nerd. Yeah. I'm super excited to be back at the mics. We're doing this via Skype. I'm away on work, as I said last week, in the solo cast, and we're getting back to that regular schedule programming here, guys. We've got a lot to talk about. Star Wars, we finally have some news coming here from Obi-Wan. We've got this heartbreaking news that Spider-Man could potentially be exiting the MCU, and we're going to have a little fun towards the end of the episode and do some cross-casting between the MCU and DC Extended Universe to see if we can flip some of these actors and maybe directors around and create something that is as unique as what we're seeing on screen right now. But gentlemen, welcome back. It's been it's been a minute since we podcast together. I feel like it's it's been forever since I've seen you guys. What's going on? Yeah, it's 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 been a while. It feels like right. This is uh, this is crazy, man. It's uh, things are all right. You know, the day's been good. The weeks has been fine up until. Up until, you know, the last couple hours there, we got that bombshell from Deadline. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, you know, just keeping it nerd and, uh, and collecting. What's going on with you guys? Nice. <sighs> nice. Yeah, man. Uh, now you know what it's like to be a DC fan to get your heart broken. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I put up with Spider-Man being solo for years. <laughs> I'm like the original DC fan. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man the original Superman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, it's uh, it's a lot of MCU. Like uh, the Steelbooks came in last week. Uh, mm. So I finally, for, for the first time, got all the MCU Steelbooks. So I'm done. All 22 films and Spider-Man Far From Home is on pre-order. Is that 23 now or 24? 23. 23. So I got all of them. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Thor, Thor of the Dark World. Of course, it's got Endgame. Haven't had a chance to crack that baby open and watch it yet. But, uh, Tim, I suspect you have been watching it once or twice. Oh, yeah, man. This thing has been on on just a constant loop. And that's kind of segues us nicely into our Weekend Nerd. You know, this is something we do every single week. We get into it. We talked about, or I talked about Endgame last week. Uh, kind of ran through a quick solo cast. And, yeah, this thing, like I'm assuming you, Troy, has oh. just been, I've watched it probably three or four times already. This is a three-hour oh. movie. I've been on a lot of flights lately. Uh, but this has consumed most of my nerd time, uh, other than a few dips into some Toys R Us and Targets as I've been here in the States. But holy man, this this movie, yeah. like I literally, I'm sitting on a plane with my family and I'm crying at the end of this film. <laughs> like it's, it seems ridiculous, but I just can't get enough of, yeah. of this film. And the it seems that every time I watch it, I appreciate more and more the emotional impact it's had on me, you know, committing 22 hours or 22 films worth of watching time several times per film. I don't know. This, this has to be one of the best payoffs in the history of cinema and cinema for me. Um, Troy, are you feeling the same way about Endgame right now? 
Oh man, yo, this thing's on fire. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. It's just been on repeat, on blast. I um, I've been popping in on the gym. You know, hitting the treadmill to this nice. thing. All I do is I start right from the scene where basically the three Avengers, you know, Thor, Cap, and oh. Iron Man line up. And, you know, it's morphing time from there, man. They go on and <laughs> kick some ass. And honestly, like that 18 minutes, that 20 minutes, it just goes nuts. And I'm just, you know, and I'm there with my headphones and I'm hearing everything proper for the first time. It's so nice. And uh, Cap all day, dude. Like I, I felt all like day. Cap was the man coming out of it. But even more so now, I'm just like, Shh, give this guy an Oscar. Never mind the shield. Like, he's so good. And that end battle scene, yeah, I'm right there with you, Tim. Like, I feel like this is the best closer uh, out of anything. Like, this is better than Return of the King. Because uh, that last battle scene, you know, it's just, it's epic on another level, man. Wow. Uh, man. There's uh, yeah. just, there's so much payoff. And I think yeah. even on, on repeat viewing, when you listen to the scores, another oh. thing that's really hitting me hard. Yeah. And when you go, and I don't know, I haven't confirmed this. Uh, but I think you know at the start of the film when Iron Man when Nebula leans him up on the the chair when we all think he might be dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if you take that and you peel back the score a bit, I think it's the same theme in there as you do get at the very end at his funeral. Oh really? Okay, okay. Wow, yeah, I don't nice know for pull. sure, but it's something I caught when I was, I was flying down to the states here. I watched it again, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's something I caught there. And I was like, okay, I got to go back and revisit this a little, but. Yeah. It does so many things right, mm-hmm. and it's just, like I said, the ultimate payoff. Yeah. And if you guys want to hear a little bit more about Endgame and kind of a revisit on it, some of this bonus feature and all that, I did a quick solo cast last week while we were kind of disassembled, <laughs> and I walked through some of the Avengers Endgame bonus material, what my thoughts on that, you know, high-level stuff and high-level views on Endgame, watching it for the first time with the digital code and all that. So go check that out, episode 181. Um, uh, but what else has been going on with you guys for, for your week? You know, we had, and I did allude to it last week, about the Steelbook Armageddon, Sanjay. Yeah. You've, you've <laughs> said how many Steelbooks we've got, especially the MCU over the past you know week or two. We've got everything from Iron Man 3 to Endgame. Um, it's been quite an intense and quite an expensive <laughs> yeah. few weeks back into the Steelbook collecting. But anything else on tap for you there? Um, yeah, man. Uh, well, first off, my biggest takeaway is that Troy does cardio. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't gonna let that one fly. Do you just like, do a handstand and walk on the treadmill, Troy? Like, is that your cardio? Yeah, he's he's got that. Uh, I just watched Creed Two. Oh he's got yeah, that Creed Two cardio. Yeah, man, <laughs> running in the walk. desert. That's the ultimate thing right there. <laughs> um, no, uh, for me, uh, getting back into the comics. So I've had some time. Uh, the kids, the baby, sleeping a little bit more now. And uh, almost Lucky caught up man. in Justice League. <laughs> so Justice League, uh, I'm loving it. Uh, I was a little slow to start, a little heavy, but now that we're kind of into the story, I'm, I'm really digging it. But do you guys do this? Like, So I was like so far behind, and then I was like, I'm catching up. So I read like issue 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. And I'm like, man, like I'm so into this. Like, okay, let's read 27. I'm like, shit, man, where's 27? No, and I, I just like, oh, I forgot to buy it that one random week. And it's so annoying. And it's like, oh. that's why you always got to keep current, I think, because I was just like, man, like, so now I have to wait and I'm oh. going to go to the store tomorrow. But I'm just itching to get get through it. But uh, so that's kind of me just reading everything. Uh, almost. I think I'm like six or seven comics behind, but for like all my pull lists. So I'm really close to being like on time. So, you nice. know, like, uh, yeah, it, it hasn't That's happened a in a long time. So it's like week one of New 52. 
It doesn't have. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm getting caught up. How about uh, how about you, Troy the boy? Besides doing your cardio. Or- <laughs> No, I'm with you, man. I'm I'm right back into the comics, like big time. I I got a a speed find on Kijiji. You know, no shame in my game, dude. I'm telling you. No. I um I went back and I finally filled out my whole New Fifty Two Nightwing run. So I I think I started from issue nineteen and up, and then everything else behind that was just the trades, the volumes. But I actually found a sweet deal. I got all the back issues before in single issues, plus the last like five remaining issues of the pre new 52 nightwing and then he yep. dons the cowl of batman so it was a sweet pickup man nice. um yeah so that was cool and then uh dude jonathan hickman's x-men house of x power of x two issues each between the two of them it is yeah. bananas it's it's my it good it's, i haven't got into it yet it's crazy what he's doing he's he's turning the whole x-men world upside down um man it's it's, it's crazy it's something else so i'm reading that um Shout out to Carlos, man. He came through and found me that sweet Jim Lee 90s Jubilee yellow jacket, nice. uh, Marvel Legends. So that's sweet. So that's filled up my Marvel Legends line there with the X-Men. And um, actually, just today, I finally found that uh, Nightwing multiverse. I've been dying to oh, find this nice. guy. And uh, I completed that little uh, that pickup. So, yeah, it's been a pretty sweet week in Nerd. But like you, man, just uh, the comics. I've been all into yeah. the comics. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Oh awesome, man, you sir. guys make me jealous here. I'm, I'm kind of paused here as I've been kind of vacationing around and all that. I haven't had too much time to get back into the comics, but I've got the House X, Power X on hold yes. at the shop. I've been, I'm like a month since I grabbed my pull list. So he's going to be happy when he sees me walk in and he's going to shout my number. <laughs> you can <laughs> finally God afford to here. pay off that mortgage now. That's a mortgage yeah, right? payment. <laughs> yeah, right? Jesus. But uh, yeah, my, my hunt game's been, been pretty chill over the last little bit. I did dip when I was in Toronto into a Toys R Us there, and I did find, you know, Mr. President here. Uh, I did find the Captain Marvel and the Thanos Pez's. Yes. I've been looking for them all year. This is a 2019 Marvel release from Pez, and these are the only two that are coming out. I've been looking at them from day one of 2019, have not found them anywhere, and finally saw them in stock. Uh, I don't think, I think it was just a distribution thing. I don't think it was a stock thing um, or a, a difficulty finding. Just yeah. they're not really present. And so I grabbed those, super excited about that. Uh, before I left, I did grab the uh, Thor, or sort of the Thor of the Ragnarok, the Thor of Ragnarok, I should say, not the Ragnarok, <laughs> um, <laughs> the Hela and uh, Executioner two pack. Uh, Sanjay had picked that up for me, but we were able to get it at EB Games for about 8 or $9 cheaper. So yeah, definitely yeah. pulled the trigger on that. I'm going to wait out that Ant-Man set. I've seen a couple down here when I was in the States at Target. Uh, but that's likely to drop because that's stacking up pretty deep. Uh, who's in that Ant-Man set? That is uh, Ghost and um, Lewis. Oh, you. wow. Yeah, the Marvel like Legends Sanjay. Yeah, the yeah. Marvel Legends Sanjay. <laughs> <laughs> Troy's the customer. So... I want you to make one for me. <laughs> Well, Troy's already got one. It's, it's yeah. the Killmonger, the Michael okay. Jordan. <laughs> you just got to grow that funky hair, man. Yeah. Um, you got to get one. And then, Chip, though. yeah, I just got to get. Um, I, I got my cap one, so yeah, I'm pretty much Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna like, say you got the hair, man. That's the that's the cap. Yeah. That's right, man. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I'm about the same build too. So, you, know, you know, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then Troy, you grabbed me that uh, Captain America, the vintage card yeah. pack stuff, the six inch stuff. It was on for eleven dollars at EB Games. Huge, wow. it's huge. Yeah, yeah. I found a Wolverine too. I picked up a Wolverine brown suit. You can't pass that deal up. It's no eleven bucks. Come on, yeah. It's yeah. like a third of the price of a normal Marvel Legend. <laughs> right. I think I saw yeah. those at Walmart. There was like a Dazzler one, and uh, I think there was That's like a whole, like Cyclops. Yeah, the X Men yeah, one. Yeah, that's the X, uh, the X Men or X Factor one they're doing. 
but those okay. are like 30 bucks i think but oh yeah shit. Yeah, yeah yeah crazy stuff though no mm-hmm. i'm glad to see that we're having having a time mm-hmm. here and at sunjay man you got to get back in the end game like this i is, know it's next I know. level well, filmmaking the thing is i've been having these early meetings so like when the kids are in bed you know i've been putting on like like a show for like an hour and then hitting the bed to be honest with yeah, you so like i need i don't want to like binge like watch like an hour here and then like because my wife still hasn't seen it so oh, really yeah so i'm yeah. gonna watch it with her and uh get her reaction because she nice. saw infinity war in theaters uh but then my my uh youngest was born like i think like a couple weeks yeah she made that sacrifice yeah <laughs> so she's like <laughs> she's like she's avoided all spoilers as far as i know so nice. she doesn't even know how it ends yeah crazy so she clearly doesn't listen to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> she, said, she avoided all spoilers but maybe she's just saying that yeah <laughs> all right guys let's 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 walk into probably some of the more uh depressing news we have oh. this week and uh we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, spider-man far from home but before we get to the the real depressing stuff uh, let's talk about some of the uh more enlightening stuff here we've got uh, spider-man far from home coming back to theaters yeah, in yeah. a couple of weeks over the Labor Day long weekend here in North America. It's about two weeks from now, if I believe, uh, or if I'm correct. And looks like we're getting a re-release here with four extra minutes of footage. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit more than came with the Avengers Endgame re-release. And this re-release thing is uh, its interesting. And I don't know if it's Sony wanting to actually push this to be their highest grossing film of all time because it's going to get there this weekend. You know, Spider-Man Far From Home is projected to pass Skyfall. So that's the one of the last James Bond films mm-hmm. as their highest grossing worldwide box office film of all time. Wow. Uh, so it's upwards of $1.1 billion right now, Far From Home. And it looks to pass or is going to pass that 2012 film, uh, which is also $1.1 billion, but we're talking, you know, down to dollars and cents here at this point when they're passing but Great. interesting that they're re-releasing this thing now when it when i look at this the four extra minutes of footage is likely going to be the stuff that was cut out from the trailer so we're talking mm-hmm. about him getting prepared for europe so getting the passport visiting the deli that we saw in homecoming and also that iron spider fight scene that we never saw in the film that's my guess as to what's mm-hmm. going to be in here now, Troy, yeah. you're the resident Spider-Man expert here. <laughs> How are you feeling about this re-release and the potential to see this this Iron Spider fight and this new footage here? Yeah, I love it, man. I'm a sucker for these re-releases, you know, even going back to the BVS days. Like, I, I love when uh, movies get a second wind and go out there and give us a little little extra. You know, I can't remember who it was uh, on Twitter. Uh, sorry, Twitter gang, but somebody said, you know, it's like DLC out there, yeah. you know, like, like downloadable Almost. content, and, uh, and I eat it up, man. I, I love it. I love any excuse to go back in the theater. So for this, I'm, I'm with you. I think we are probably going to get some of those scenes that you mentioned that were cut out, like the restaurant scene and the, you know, kind of, um, uh, you know, he's chatting a bit with the cops there and uh, the passport stuff going on. Um, you know, anything to give me a little bit more New York is cool, too, because I felt I love this film a lot. I just, you know, Spider-Man, so I do need a bit of New York. So I feel like the extra footage we will get will be more time with Peter in New York. So that's going to be cool. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, Labor Day weekend, I can't wait for this to come back out and uh, get another experience. Yeah. yeah. Sonny, you're going to be checking this one out or you're going to uh, big pass on that? You know, unfortunately, I'm going to be passing on it because I think It Chapter 2 comes out around the same time. Uh, I just question the timing of this because Spider-Man Far From Home is still in theaters as far as I know. You know, still making that money. Um, so yeah, internationally at least, it's it's. I don't know if it's still running uh, domestically here. Probably a little bit, but not like a lot. It's probably just you know, a couple couple theaters are probably still kicking around mm-hmm. with it. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's like if you're gonna go see a movie this weekend, 
and you're like, hey, do you want to see Far From Home? It's like, yeah, but we can go see it in two weeks when we get like the extended four minute, you know, uh, four minute extra. So it's kind of like, why wouldn't they just wait? You know, like they did this with Endgame too. It was still in theaters. Like just wait till maybe the home release, and then it could be like a way to promote the home release, like two weeks before the home release. Be like, hey, this has been out of theaters now for like a month or two. Check it out. Here's four extra minutes. I don't That's know. It's a good point. Like, but I don't understand. Like, I understood Endgame's re-release because to yeah. me it came down to the dollars and cents to get past Avatar. Right. It was ultimately the end goal there. And this, I don't know what it is. I don't know if Sony was anticipating, okay, we want this to be our highest grossing film of all time. Or, as we're going to talk about here in a second, if they're trying to prove a point to Marvel Studios and Disney saying, like, look how much this money money this thing makes. Yeah. Um, this is our property, and we're going to be the ones in control of it now. So I, I really don't understand. And even going back to the release, we talked to the director, John Watts, yeah. Not we, when someone did. <laughs> um, they talked about, he already said that this is going to be, as as part of the content on the Blu-ray home release, this is going to be a small vignette of sorts that was going to compile basically Peter getting ready for Europe. And uh-huh. again, I'm making an assumption that that's the footage, yeah. but to me, that's the stuff that's already done. They've cut it for some purpose. They said it's going to be out there. He did say it was in that couple minute range. So mm-hmm. to me, it makes perfect sense. This is what we're going to get. Uh, we know that Iron Spider fight scene is completely finished because it's in the trailer. The majority of it's in the trailer. It's just the build up to it and the exit from it that we're missing. Mm-hmm. So I'm I, I'm I don't know if I'll be jumping into this personally. I love the film. Don't get me wrong, but it's just not really enough to drive me in because I know I'm going to get the steel book in a little bit. And I'm going to have the time to to revisit it then. So I'm right. already spending forty plus dollars on the steel book, and do I need to spend an extra twenty five to see it? I already saw it twice. But yeah, great film. Like, like, I, I just I question this one a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, this this seems like to me. I gave a pass to Endgame because, and I didn't go see Endgame for time <laughs> in theaters. But I gave a pass to that because I got like they're hunting for a, a goal here, an objective, and great. I supported that. <laughs> and uh, this one, I'm kind of like, yeah, maybe it's just more of a cash grab. But anyways, yeah. doesn't matter much at this point. It's coming out. Uh, but the more depressing part of this this whole Spider-Man Far From Home stuff, or Spider-Man in general in the MCU is that we got word today, directly from Deadline, reliable source, that negotiations between Sony and Marvel Studios slash Disney had fallen through, and Sony is essentially yanking Spider-Man from uh, creative control underneath Marvel Studios. And what the implications for that is, is that Spider-Man is likely, at this point in time, no longer in the MCU. We've seen a lot of building far from home, for what's next for Spider-Man in the MCU and how heavily it's tied into Iron Man, Endgame, everything going on in the MCU. Mm-hmm. And this came as a bit of a shock to me. What it seems like is that Marvel Studios slash Disney wanted to co-finance this and in turn uh, receive half the profits, right. which from a business standpoint makes perfect sense because essentially what was going on here is that Sony was lending back Marvel their intellectual property as they own the the distribution rights and intellectual property for film, lending it back and giving creative control to Marvel, in turn allowing Spider-Man to show up in their films where then Marvel was producing these films for Sony, but Sony was financing it 100% and then in turn receiving 100% of the profit. So this $1.1 billion franchise they have here, Sony made all that money. Disney Marvel Studios didn't make any of that money. Actually, yeah. Um, yes, five percent. Oh, is it five percent? Yeah. Okay, so five percent. Which is still a lot of like a billion dollars, but like not percentage wise, a lot. 
Yeah, they, and they get all, all the merchandise, the, uh, rights. All the merchandise yeah. right? Which is massive. Spider-Man's yeah. the selling toys out there. So, yeah. I mean, but sorry. How does this make you feel, Troy? Like uh, yeah. seeing, and <laughs> I, I have to put the caveat on this. This is, I think, for now. Yeah. It seems that both of these companies have a lot of money to make in this idea of, of teaming up for Spider-Man. You know, Marvel's proven twice now with solo outings that they can be critically and financially successful where Sony struggled with that in the past. So both sides have a lot to benefit from the other um, more so in the idea that Disney's benefiting because Sony's never going to give up this IP. Um, mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. But to me, my, me personally, like this kind of hurts deep down inside that we may not see that Spider-Man, that Tom Holland story continue. We had a lot of really great teases uh, we were banking this guy to be kind of the new Iron Man in air quotes, if you will. Someone to, to be a pillar of the MCU going forward in the absence of Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, taking up that mantle that was figuratively, it almost literally passed to him in Far From Home in Endgame. Uh, but Troy, how are you yeah. feeling about this one, man? This one, this one's got to sting a little. Yeah, you know when I heard this at first, I was blown away. You know, I didn't want to really believe it. I'm, I'm still not completely there because I mean, this is all. Well, one, I mean, you know, neither Disney or Sony's come out and, you know, um, made this official too. But I mean, Deadline, yeah. like you mentioned, is a, a huge source. Um, but um, yeah, you know, it, the thing is, it's um, it's tough, right? Because I can kind of see both sides. Um, 50-50 is crazy um, for Sony. Because if you think about Sony yeah. owns the property, basically. So I don't blame them. I wouldn't really agree to a 50-50 deal on something that you own. Um, I feel like it's kind of a bargaining chip under uh, Disney. And they probably themselves don't even want 50-50. It'll probably go a little bit lower. Maybe they want like a 20 or 30 because they do get 5% of, you know, the box office from this movie. But then they also do, like we mentioned, get all the merchandise. So um, I think they're just kind of, it's a bargaining chip. And they're going to figure something else down the line. And unfortunately, you know, because of the internet, we all are exposed to what's going on with yeah. these backdoor deals. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just kind of like sucks because potentially this could happen. And we could potentially get another rebooted Spider-Man. Because I don't quite see how Tom Holland would go with the Venomverse or its own separate verse without ever thinking about or talking about the Avengers or his time when he was snapped or or blipped. (laughs) That makes it very (laughs) difficult because essentially I would think that if Sony were to continue with this with a contractually obligated Tom Holland, they would definitely integrate into the Venomverse, but then all of a sudden he's not talking about the blip, not talking about Cap, Iron Man, nothing. And they've so heavily interwove his story into the MCU. Yeah. It's hard to pluck him out of that. Well, that's the thing. And I think, you know, when you really think about it, at least short term, um, Sony doesn't have much to lose, right? Either way, Sony wins. I mean, they've proven, like, I don't like Venom, but Venom made a lot of money. Um, Into Mm -hmm. the Spider-Verse was very well received. And Spider-Man's going to make money regardless, whether it's with Marvel or it's back with Sony. Whether how long that lasts, we don't know, but we can at least say at least they'll get a couple films when they get some good money coming out of that property. Whereas Marvel, which Marvel's great, they've done fantastic things, obviously. They're the best you know, superhero business out there when it comes to the movies. But because they're at such an all-time high and we just closed out Infinity War... I mean, they have everything to kind of tumble going after this, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. we don't have Cap anymore. We don't have Iron Man anymore. Spider-Man is like the next big thing. And granted, Black Panther and Captain Marvel have made huge money. 
I mean, even though we don't really officially have a, uh, a Black Panther 2 announcement, you know, everything was kind of riding a little bit on Spider-Man, but I know Disney's going to be fine. It's just, um, ah, it's, this is this is crazy, man. I think if they wanted to back out of it too, I mean, they could always just, you know, simply reboot it. Like I mentioned a Sunday off air here, they just go the Miles Morales route. If you're going to reboot mm-hmm. Spider-Man for the, you know, gazillion time, you, 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 you don't have to, Peter do Miles Morales. You got to go, yeah. go Miles at this point. And it worked obviously with them um, into the Spider-Verse, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. What do you think of Sanjay on this one? You know, um, I'm actually not all uh, doom and gloom. Like, if you look at the Spider-Man solo films, uh, Sony's track track record, I really loved the first two. Didn't really love the third. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 1 I thought was pretty good. Uh, didn't love Amazing Spider-Man 2. So they're batting, you know, like 60%, which isn't too yeah. bad. Um, and it's the same director coming back. Tom Holland's coming back for the next two um, that they're going to be doing. Which, you know, isn't such a bad thing. And, you know, it sets up this kind of third universe. We've got, you know, we're doing the cross-casting. X-Men um, is gone now. And so now maybe Sony will prop up and be a third third option for us. You know, it'll be something different. Because when, you know, we got Far From Home and Homecoming, you know, yeah, I really like those films. But they definitely felt like MCU films. And, 100%, yeah. And if Sony, you know, takes it, it takes their Spider-Man and go, goes home, then when they release a new Spider-Man film, it's going to feel like a completely different tone. Like it'll be completely different. It won't feel like MCU chapter 22. It'll feel like Spider-Man and, you know, and it'll be something kind of, I think it'll be something in between DC and Marvel. So in that sense, that's kind of cool. So I'm not like losing hope there where I think it'll really hurt is when we get Avengers because, Mm, you know, If Spider-Man was being groomed, as you said, as the next Iron Man, as the next Tony Stark. So now that he's kind of, if he's not going to be in the next Avengers movie, I mean, yeah, like Black Panther, Captain Marvel, cool, they're awesome. Um, but Spider-Man is like the Batman, you know, he's like the Superman. Like he is like, you know, he just like amped it up like Civil War. Yeah. Think about how hyped we were when like Spider-Man's coming into Civil War. Spider-Man, yeah. you know, just his inclusion in Infinity War and Endgame just made it the universe seem so much grander and that story yeah. seems so much grander. So if Avengers Five comes out and he's not there. And he's like young too, right? It's not like it's like a it's a Ben Affleck situation where it's like an older Batman where mm-hmm. okay, you can like kinda write around it. It's like we're Spider Man. You know, he's like twenty years old, like eighteen uh, years no, he's not even that old. He's like sixteen, fifteen, and he's just like not there. You know, yeah. it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big hole and it's gonna mess up the plans. Cause for sure he he would have been included. Like you can't tell me Oh yeah. Marvel percent. Right? So I, I, I'm kind of with you, you know, uh, I think this is just negotiating tactics. Same mm-hmm. thing they did for uh, Batman when Matt Reeves was uh, announced. And then he's like, oh, Matt Reeves isn't coming. You know, he's not being Batman director anymore. And then like a week later, he's like, I'm back as Batman, you know, and it was, it was just all negotiating. So yeah. I'm not well, I'm not uh, jumping off the uh, what's, what's the bridge, the Brooklyn Bridge in Spider-Man. I'm not <laughs> jumping off the Brooklyn Bridge yet. Well, and it's like you said, negotiating tactics. It's like put this into the public forum and see what the fan response is exactly. to the idea of Spider-Man not being in the MCU. Yeah. Um, the most positive spin I could put on something like this is if Sony's smart, mm-hmm. uh, they're not going to go and continue this this Spider-Man story. They're going to yank him out and do a live action into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Pull Tom Holland out, mm-hmm. give him a u- different universe, one that doesn't have direct implications for the MCU proper timeline. Let him run around, do their thing if they don't get to this point in the negotiations and give Marvel some of that that time to simmer on this and say, okay, look, we want him back, but don't screw up the story, right? That right. don't continue 
the Spider-Man and call it, you know, exit from home. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like it, it can't be, <laughs> you know, or back where I belong, some something <laughs> stupid like that. And don't don't burn that bridge, Sony, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. You know, give it some time. Um, and doing an Into the Spider-Verse where you yank them into the Venomverse and just have some off-reference about multiverse and kind of loosely tie things. It's the same character and then have him, you know, if they get back at the table, pull him back in and continue that far from home, the the seeds and the threads that they have in there. Um, so I, I'm not convinced that this is the end of Spider-Man yeah. in the MCU. I think that both sides have way too much to lose on this. And yeah, yeah Sony can likely probably like you said troy has the most to gain out of all of this like Mm -hmm. they have really nothing to lose here they're going to be successful in spider-man one way or another Mm -hmm. Um, but i think letting the public and letting fandom react to this disney and marvel are going to have to take a step back and be like okay you know we can make this work let's be a bit more reasonable on the on the split here because Mm -hmm. we're putting a lot of effort and you're getting a lot of momentum off of our universe yeah like look this spider-man billion dollar thing the highest grossing in sony film of all time is a direct result of spider-man being in the mcu and being a part of endgame and infinity war like there's there's no other reason for that this is benefiting coming off the back end of the biggest film of all time Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and Disney's making 5%. Oh, totally. So I can see uh, where both sides are kind of like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> let me uh, Let me ask you guys this. So, like, Fox was able to spin off a whole universe using just one franchise, like the X-Men characters. Do you think, like, Spider-Man could have, like, a spin-off franchise by itself if Sony did, like, quit the MCU? Like, do you see Venom was successful, but do you see, like, a Craven movie, a Morbius, the Morbius movie with Jared Leto next year? Like, do you see those as being successful? Like, is there enough characters that Spider-Man has where we could branch out and have, like, you know, what X-Men did, 20 years and, like, 13 movies or something like that? If, if they do have Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah. It's, they just say, you know what? We're going home, MCU. We're not going to connect anymore. But home is the MCU. <laughs> spider-man is marvel <laughs> no I, I know what you mean though i know what you're saying um yeah i think there is i think they could totally do it i mean like like i said i didn't care for venom at all but that movie made a lot of money and it's it's probably gonna do pretty well the second time through um but there on in they have to be careful because venom's huge he's he's massive and obviously spider-man's big too but craven once you go to craven and morbius yeah. that's when it's a little shaky so they have to really start you know, um, universe building properly when it comes to those characters. And they have to be pretty careful how they establish those ones. And they can't expect to get 800, you know, million yeah. out of all those guys, you know. So it's going to be a little bit of a slow burn. Because, I mean, even look at what Universal tried doing with their monsters, right? With uh, Dracula and the mummy. Yeah. Everybody knows those characters. And that didn't even do well, let alone, um, you know, uh, a Morbius film. So <laughs> yeah. you got to be careful with that one. Yeah, agreed. And I think if they're going to have any success in expanding that universe, they have to be spider focused. It's got to be Spider Gwen. It's got to be Miles Morales. It's got to be Peter Parker. Yeah. But then for me, that becomes a bit repetitive. Like, how do you differentiate between these are all web slinging characters? Yeah, they're successful in the comics, but that's comic books. We're talking Mm -hmm. about film here, right? And when you're looking for diversity in film type within your cinematic universe like the MCU does and like the DC Extended Universe is now branching out into and doing, you know, everything from a pseudo-comedy to, you know, you have Aquaman, which is a bit more adventure film, you're doing the Joker, these type of things, which are tapping different genre types. If you're doing all Spider-Man, which I think is where you'd likely have to go, it becomes a bit repetitive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you're not seeing that, that diversity in characters. So I don't know if they can 
they can survive off of just pure Spider-Man properties in the long term. I think short term, yeah. Spider-Gwen would probably do great. A Miles Morales adaptation into the Spider-Verse live action adaptation would probably do really well Mm -hmm. in the short term. You're talking a phase of films. And then it becomes, okay, let's do something different. Okay, well, how do we bring this in? So, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It's going to be really, really crazy to watch this evolve. Yeah. Um, but I think we're all in agreement here that this isn't the end of Spider-Man. You know, this is just a, a, a bit of a speed bump on the way to Spider-Man 3 in yeah. the MCU and him being included in the new Avengers movie in Phase 5, Phase 6, wherever they decide to do that. So we'll keep our finger on the pulse on this one for sure because this has big implications uh, for our uh, – our MCU here yeah. as it evolves into phase four. And that is likely part of the reason why we didn't see any sort of Spider-Man hints in any of the announcements that they did at San Diego Comic-Con and likely why we won't see any Spider-Man discussed this coming week at D23. Yeah. We'll watch probably tomorrow. Disney will come out and they'll reach an agreement with Sony and this whole conversation yeah. will be mute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hope so. <laughs> now let, let's keep a figure on the pulse here of, of Disney as we move into our next topic here. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, Disney plus. Yes. Um, big things are happening here. And I'm going to say this, my best Yoda voice I have <laughs> begun the streaming wars. Have. <laughs> because Disney plus officially rolled out their international launch and what it's going to look like. And what that does for us here in Canada, boys, mm-hmm. come on, November 12th, mm-hmm. yeah. $8.99 per month or $90 a year for Disney Plus. It is landing same day and date that they get it in the States. This is extremely nice. exciting. We have not, this is the first time we've heard of this. We had speculated maybe we weren't going to get this into early 2020. Yeah. We were quite disappointed at this, but we're getting Mandalorian the same day it drops in the States. And it looks like some of our other compatriots over in Europe, as well as in Australia, will be getting it either on the same day or very close proximity to that. So international rollout is only announced in a few countries, including Australia, New Zealand, the Netherlands, and Canada. Uh, No word yet when it's coming to the greater Europe. So they're still apparently working on, on the respective deals. But... Us here in Canada, we are golden. Gentlemen, how are you feeling about this? Are you jumping day one, November 12th? I'm definitely doing the $90 a year. You know, that puts it less than 9 bucks a month. Like That's insane. Good deal, yeah. yeah. Great deal, considering Netflix at this point is either 12 or $15.99. like $12, bucks, yeah. 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 Um, so there's a lot of content that we're going to get here, a lot of yeah. new stuff. Uh, we got some. We're going to talk about in a little bit here about uh, Obi Wan series potentially on this. But uh, Troy, yeah, are man. you in day one Disney Plus? Oh, 100 percent, man! I'll give those guys a hundred bucks a month for this. Hundred <laughs> bucks a month. Man. Wow. Oh, sorry. Shoot a year. Wait a second. No, no, no. No, hundred bucks a year, Just man. Go. I mean, um, Mandalorian. Come on. Like, um, yeah. I think they said two. We're getting the first two episodes right off the bat. So it's, I think it's, so. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, Mandalorian. They got all the cartoons. Give me a goof movie at launch, and I'm in. Uh, I can't yes. wait, man. I can't wait. I'm so excited. So um, yeah. they had my money beforehand, but it's just so dope because, you know, here we were thinking it's going to come out like months later, you know, because like the DC one, the DC one didn't even come over here yet, right? It just no. transferred over to uh, to Netflix. So the fact that we're getting this day one with the Americans, huh, this is awesome, man. Have mercy. This is great. Yeah. Have <laughs> yeah. mercy. Sonny, are you, you're going to be jumping into this? Oh, yeah, man. I can't wait to Disney Plus and chill with you guys. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I'm I'm game, hundred <laughs> percent. Let's all get like our PJs, some uh, some sugar cereals, come in, you know, 
That's like man, you're you're speaking my language. <laughs> is, is Tim available to come play? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm there. You gotta ask my wife first. Yeah, and we're all gonna go yeah, meet we'll at see. Troy's house, and then we're all gonna just watch uh, Mandalorian and uh, all the Disney animated films. Because like, oh, are those man. coming day one, or are they gonna come in phases? Presumably, in phases, but we're gonna probably see a quite a substantial drop, right? Because you're looking to drive eyes to this, and at the price point. Yeah, you probably aren't going to get their full back catalog, I don't think. Maybe. But uh yeah, they got when they unvault some of these films, it's it's just like they have to phase this a little bit to kind of continue to encourage you to come back every single month mm-hmm. if you're paying monthly. Mm-hmm. Um so I wouldn't assume that we're going to get everything, but we're likely to get all the MCU films, all the Star Wars films, a good chunk of the Disney stuff, most of the Pixar stuff would be my guess, plus some of the original content they're going to have on there. Um, but to keep pace with Netflix, they got to be releasing new content every single month. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you're going to be able to stream this on your phone. So they're going to have an, a Disney plus app on Apple, Android, all the like, kind of main devices here. Nice. And they start up a social media account as well. Uh, that yep. has a teaser on it and that's going to give us the ability to see what's coming next likely. Um, and so I think keep our eyes on D23 next week. Cause now we have this international launch announced. We've got the U S launch announced and now it's about content. And D23 could be a nice window into some of the more uh, Disney Plus focused content that we're going to get from everything from Pixar, Disney, uh, Marvel, everything. So, like, let's let's talk. Like, it's we've got a lot of that Marvel stuff coming. We saw it from the San Diego Comic Con, the Phase Four release, the slate. That that to me, between Star Wars and Marvel, is worth ninety bucks a year for me. Yeah. And on top of that, I'm getting all the content for the kids and all. Like, it's it's going to be this is one of the best streaming deals, if not the best streaming deal. And then you add in all the, the legacy Fox stuff that they're likely integrating in this, all, whatever, 30 seasons of Simpsons going to be on, <laughs> oh, on this no, platform. Really? Yeah. That's so amazing. They've already announced that. Yeah, so it's uh, it's going to be quite intense. And then rumors of what we got coming next, rumors, confirmation, whatever you want to call it, um, nothing from directly from Disney, at least, or Lucasfilm, uh, but we got the big media outlets that, we kind of rely on here deadline Hollywood reporter confirming that you McGregor mm. was in talks and now is confirmed to be returning to the role of Obi-Wan for some form of series likely on the Disney plus platform. You know, we're talking mini series here, 68 episodes focusing around that character likely after revenge of the Sith up until a new hope. Now, Troy, mm. you know, when we're talking Spider-Man, yeah. you know, we hop over to Star Wars and Obi-Wan's one of your dudes. Yeah, man. Ha. Especially from that prequel era. Yes. How you feeling about this? You know, this was rumored for a long time to be a sure. film that yeah. was coming as part of that uh, a Star Wars story, a solo release. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the pause, you know, that Iger announced, uh, taking a break from those solo, those solo films because of... <clears throat> potentially solo a Star Wars story. This is very confusing. Um, this has been seemingly moved over to this platform, which I think is a big plus. Yeah. Um, a big Disney plus. Uh, I will. see what you did there. <laughs> uh, how you feeling about this? You know, Ewan McGregor coming back to that role that he lit up on the screen, in my opinion, in the prequels. Mm-hmm. He's probably the best part of that. 
Um, how are you feeling about this one? Oh, so happy. Finally, man, because we've all been wanting this. You know, before yes, Solo, even before Rogue One, we've all been wanting Ewan McGregor to come back as Obi-Wan and give us that that story, that 20-year, 19-year gap between Episode 3 and Episode 4. And, you know, Rebels, Dave Filoni, Salute, gave us like some of the best stuff ever with uh, – an older, closer uh, Ben Kenobi, closer to Episode Four, but uh, here we are, man! Another chance to uh, dive deep into the psyche of uh, Obi Wan and his transition into Ben, and him overlooking Luke and having a second chance at taking care of the Chosen One, or at least the Chosen One's son. Ah, oh, this is incredible! I can't wait to see what they're going to do. Um, whether he's going to go off planet or not, you know, how is he going to? discover that vader is still around like i just to see that whole sequence happen you know it's going to be great are they even going to confront each other one more time i mean you know it's it's um who is it is it vader no it's it's obi-wan that says once you know vader is more machine now than man like when did when did that happen or when did he discover that whole aspect so ha there's so much you can do here i hope it's true because we've had these little whispers before and it's been pulled away from us but um and Qui-Gon. Could Qui-Gon come back too? Yes. Hear the voice of Force Luke Eastman, right? Force goes. So there's so much going on here. I'm super stoked. Um, six to eight episodes is cool. It's fine by me. And um, now that it seems a little more real, I'm a little more hyped now that it is a TV series. Before I go way back to the archives of the Nerd Room, I think I was more hoping for a movie. But that's mm-hmm. okay. I'll take anything I can get when it comes to Ewan McGregor and his Obi-Wan Kenobi. Can't wait. Yeah, super excited. I would expect something at D23 this coming weekend to actually confirm that. There's a reason they haven't come out and confirmed that. They're likely saving it for that that crowd reaction, that that big pop in the D23 hall. But Sanjay, I know we just talked about Disney Plus. You're in. Um, you're you're really grading towards becoming a proper Star Wars fan. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Is this something that, you know, you'll get in just – for the podcast, or are you looking to, to kind of deep dive into to Obi-Wan here? Oh, no, absolutely. Like, just because, well, especially you and McGregor. I mean, yes. you talk yeah, about some of the stuff he's done. Like you said, the prequels, he, Moulin Rouge, uh, Big Fish, um, some of like my favorite movies of all time. And, the new villain uh, now too, right? In Birds in of Prey. Birds of Prey, that's Black right. Mask. Yeah, Black, Black Mask. Mask. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, every role he he's in, he's fantastic. So, yeah. You got Ewan McGregor. I'm totally there. Um, I can't wait for the sequel, Obi-2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I'm totally there. Like, I, You know, he's a character that, as you said, probably like one of my favorite parts of the prequels. So I would love to see more of him. Yeah, he's he's fantastic in the role. I'm super excited about this. I question a bit where they can go with the character because they – even if you go back to Rebels, they've mm-hmm. they've kind of closed out one of the bigger Obi-Wan arcs yeah. in that film or in that TV show. And that's something that probably would have made sense to pick the threads up of if they hadn't already kind of concluded that right. within Rebels. They may revisit some aspects of that. Right. But like you said, Trey, is he going to go off-world? How are they going to construct this? What age is he going to be? Yeah. It's going to be right after Revenge of the Sith. To me, that makes a bit more sense. He, this is another guy. He doesn't look like he's aged that mm. that much. Yeah, um, they can go right after Revenge of the Sith, which gives you a bit more leeway on him leaving planet. Yeah, I think there's a little bit more work he can do in there, like the fall of the Jedi, the direct implications. You know, could this take place over several years, where we actually see Ewan McGregor aged up as we go through each individual episode, where yeah. an episode is a year in the life or a couple years in the life of Obi Wan. 
um, where we go from a bit more action oriented on the start to a bit more of a character focus towards the end where yeah. he's kind of grading up into the Alec Guinness like yes. type character. That's something I'd like to see. Yeah. Because that doesn't specifically tie him to doing a six episode arc within a very restricted timeline, you know, mm-hmm. right before a new hope. Like I don't, I don't need to be constrained to that. There's a lot of there's 18 years to play with there. Right. And if we're not doing, like you said, OB two, <laughs> if this is just a very <laughs> limited series, uh, basically expanding on some of the, the key concepts from the film that maybe that they originally had a script for or some effect of that or some story they wanted to tell. Right. Then I'm okay. With this being one season and yeah. telling that story of Obi one, I don't need them to draw this out into three seasons. Cause I don't know if, really the the content is there uh to do so right so i just want them to tell a really great ewan mcgregor obi-wan focused story oh can't wait man to see this guy go from the you know the table of the council to the deserts of tatooine it's 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 gonna be a trip you know because the jedis were the pinnacle they're the big thing and now he's just you know basically a a homebody on the desert on the deserts you know yeah you know so it's, it's gonna be crazy um potentially you could even get cad bane in there you could potentially yes. get that which would be cool. That could be a little bit of your villain right there. And, um, you know, Charles Soule did such a good job with the year one Vader, basically, um, to kind of get it on the other side of Ewan McGregor growing as Obi-Wan. I think there's lots we can do. Lots we can do yeah. there with this. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. Very <laughs> exciting time, guys. But, but Sonny, man, I got something for you in the right. Lucasfilm, in the Star Wars world that let's I need your direct commentary on. All right. Let's do it. And that is the re-release of all 10 Star Wars films. Yeah. With new covers, matching covers. Yeah, man. This is beautiful. right up your alley. But we're only coming on Blu-ray with these. Mm-hmm. They're releasing September 22nd. No 4K, no Steelbook. But for the first time outside of a pure digital release, we're getting a physical media with digital codes in Star Wars. Those last releases oh. of the Steelbooks did not come with digital codes. Really? Which really, really irked me because I do not have digital copies mm-hmm. on my laptop, wherever, of Star Wars. So the first time I'm going to be able to get my hands on something like this is with these Blu-rays. But at a price point of $35 each Ooh. on Blu-rays I already own not collectible steelbooks and the fact that we do have disney plus now confirmed for november 12th mm-hmm. which is going to likely have all 10 of these films mm-hmm. in digital form i have an app I, I don't see personally the need to be buying these especially considering we have the rise of skywalker coming in the few months after that and likely a release of a major box set sometime in 2020 Mm-hmm. So, how, what are you feeling about these? Are you going to be jumping into these just purely for the collectible covers? Yeah. Is this a pass to you? No 4K? Like, what are you thinking about these? You know, I might actually pick up one or two, but I do have the same reservations that you do. Um, as you said, no 4K. I do like some of the slip covers. Like, they look very much like VHS art. Mm-hmm, um, for sure. Very cool. Um, so, you know, uh, what was it? Revenge of the Sith. That one mm-hmm. looks pretty cool. Empire yep. Strikes Back. So I might pick up one or two of these if they go on sale. Thirty-five bucks is quite a lot for a new for a Blu-ray. Uh, new release Blu-rays typically go for like twenty, twenty-five bucks in Canada. So thirty-five that, that's asking a lot. And I have heard rumblings online that uh, next year Disney will p- put these out in four K. So Ooh. that's been bantied about. So you know I may just hold off. I may pick up one or two, uh, just because you know it'd be kind of cool to have just to have um i'm all about getting multiple copies of movies but uh probably not more than that uh if they release it in 4k yeah i'm there 
probably give us new steelbooks, hopefully matching artwork. That would be really yeah, cool. Be nice. They had like the first six when it was all like the characters. It was all like mm-hmm. character heads, and then they changed it, I think, for Solo and Rogue One, which I, I like those, but it would have been nice if they kept them going. Um, what, what about you, Troy? Are you going to jump on this? I'm with you with Adventure of the Sith. I mean, that one's yeah. my favorite. That's the first one I saw when you showed me in the DM, and I thought yeah. that was dope. Um, but then I was not impressed with Attack of the Clones. Poor Attack of the Clones. They couldn't even give it <laughs> a good cover. Um, Return of the Jedi wasn't really feeling too much either. I think the Empire one, I'm with you too. I, I liked it, but I need that 4K, man. And I mean, even at this rate, I need the Steelbook. So mm-hmm. either the Steelbook or the 4K has to come for me to really get it. Um yeah i don't know man i'm gonna have to pass i want them to um to kind of uh give us that big box set probably like what tim was alluding there i mean with rise yeah. of skywalker coming out i'm sure we're gonna get like a big supremo pack with the still books 4k the works so That'd probably cool. gonna hold out for that yeah 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 and we want to buy up on these things right mm-hmm. like, yeah. i feel like we're buying down like yeah. all you're getting is the cover artwork which is fine but yeah. you know not being at least for myself a big blu-ray collector yeah. like i'd rather wait for the rise of skywalker steelbook mm-hmm. drop that into the collection and i'm pretty satisfied with my collection on star wars films right and the fact that i'm gonna have access to the digital codes uh, for the original trilogy or digital on the disney plus service i don't feel the need to go back and buy these things like i have the digital codes for all the disney era stuff because they came with the steelbooks of course mm-hmm. it's the prequel and the uh, original trilogy that i don't have but I would say that I'm going to be completely satisfied with Disney Plus. So, I, for me again, it's another pass uh, on this one. And you know, that's that's the shame about this is that I don't really think anyone's going to buy these. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know will. any store, maybe, but I don't know any stores collector that is invested enough into this to be spending mm-hmm. this type of money that doesn't already own these things. And if, like I said, if you're not buying up. If you're yeah. not improving the quality into 4K, if you're not getting a steelbook, a more collectible version right. of the physical media, mm-hmm. and you also have to compete with this Disney Plus service, yeah. like why would you spend this money? Like right. yeah. two of these things, three of these things is your Disney Plus membership for the year. That's, that's right. true, yeah. That's right. yeah. Yeah, it's it's three fifty for all ten. I mean, that's, that's deep crazy. for something that you already own. Crazy. Yeah, especially in like if in a year or two they come out with this like mega three hundred dollar package where cool. even if you just do nine of the of the 11 eventual films mm-hmm. to me, like you're doing the whole Skywalker saga and you come with bonus content, you come with something collectible, like, like you guys do, like you've done Troy in the past with some of the, the video games that's come out, they come yeah. with the statue and all this. Yeah. I, I've done the same thing, like the Avenger mm-hmm. stuff, the phase one, mm-hmm. phase two stuff that came with the collector's editions, like the, the briefcase and all that. That's what I'd pay money, more money for. Yeah. You know, that, that collector's version of it, as opposed to just another release of the Blu-ray. That's true. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's a tough one. You know, I don't like talking down at, at releasing and seeing more Star Wars on the shelves, but this one just seems like almost redundant. <laughs> like it's just to get something on the shelves because I tell you guys here, you know, we've been talking about how desolate it's been in Canada on the on the pegs for action figures. Yeah. It's even like the Target here, there's literally nothing. No really? shelves. Yeah, big, big Marvel section, big DC section, big wrestling figure section, but Star Wars non-existent it's, wow. it's crazy it's actually to the point you just remind me like we did our week in nerd and i totally forgot like i picked up padme and i picked up yoda and i i, I totally forgot like i'm talking about a dc <laughs> multiverse toy no offense yeah. over a yoda black series and a padme figure like that goes to show <laughs> how dusty it is over here yeah <laughs> yeah yeah tumbleweeds man yeah man <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's skip over to the DC Extended Universe uh, just for a quick pit stop before we get to kind of our, our end section here. We're talking about cross-casting some of the MCU and DC. Mm-hmm. But Birds of Prey, this film, it's, it's coming. It's gotten hot and heavy. We're getting a little bit of information out of it. But there was some internet panic, as as we tend to see. <laughs> it's the annual with every little... DC release. Exactly. With every little notional idea that something isn't all right on set of a DC film, it looks like they've hired the director of John Wick uh, Mm -hmm. to direct some of the action scenes in the movie. Now, if you've seen any of the John Wick stuff, you know he excels at this, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially the close combat, the person-to-person combat stuff. Um, So this this raised some uh, eyebrows, if you will to the general public here about Birds of Prey being in trouble. And I personally, I agree with you, Sanjay. We talked about this in the background. I don't see this as a bad thing. No. I see this as we want to make the best movie possible, so let's bring in those people. You know, you go back to early MCU days, they would fly Joss Whedon in on a helicopter to fix scripts, to direct certain scenes. Um, They brought in, even on Star Wars, they brought in someone to help Gareth Edwards complete Rogue One, Mm -hmm. and it's now hailed as one of the best, if not the best, Star Wars film. Right, And so this, to me, is just a studio looking at areas where they can and should improve and maybe noticing weaknesses in some aspects of a director or whatever and bringing someone to execute something. That's that's purely what it is for me. You mm-hmm. feeling the same way about that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, this guy, I, I don't know his name. Uh, I'll just call him John Wick Director. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's been working, his company's been working with Birds of Prey since day one. Um, so this doesn't, this shouldn't surprise anyone. It's just that it's getting leaked out now. And uh, he came in for uh, Civil War. So if you go back and uh, Civil War, actually the Russo brothers hired him to direct those action scenes. And I mean, the airport scene, that's all I have to say. So this guy knows his stuff. Yeah. I'm not worried at all. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm there for this film. I think it's gonna be great. Um, definitely no, no reason to panic. The only reason why people are causing a fuss is because this has the DC logo uh, before it comes out. But definitely no reason to get your, get your panties in a twist. <laughs> 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 what about you, Troy? Are your panties uh, in a twist or? Yeah, no, no, no. They're they're always straight, man. It's all good. <laughs> no. <laughs> I uh, I love it, man. I this is like John Wick. Like, I don't know if it's the same director that did one or two because I know they switched in it. Like, didn't they take? Didn't one of them do Deadpool two? I can't remember. I think one of them went on to do Deadpool oh, two. Yeah. yeah. So just right? John Wick one, that director did Deadpool two, and then they brought someone in for two and three. So I think this right. is the guy who did two and three. Okay, well, I, I'm down, man. I mean, the the gung fu they call it in John yeah. Wick is so dope, and I mean the close quarters combat in Civil War. Are you kidding me? That was right. that was awesome, man. So this is this is awesome news. You're a DC fan. You're a movie fan. You're an action fan. You should be excited. This is this is awesome. I can't wait to see what they're gonna do. This is gonna be like, I know it's different directors, but remember how dope um, was it? Super Sucker Punch. It wasn't yeah. the greatest movie, but the fighting was awesome, right? So right. I mean, shoot, we can get that going on here. I'm down. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, then, and if he does a good job, maybe they'll throw him a property and be like, all right, you did good. Here, you can do a Catwoman movie or something, you know? So, well, this yeah. guy's in high demand now, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. He's proven that he's, with these John Wick films, uh, we're likely to get a four now, yeah. that these work, right? They're profitable. Mm-hmm. They're they're critically acclaimed. And, you know, taking account of Reeves, who does, uh, seemingly does a lot of his own action stuff too. Um, yeah. And that close combat, that, that personal, more personalized fighting. Um, yeah, bring it on. I'm, yeah. I'm down for this. Nice. So it's an interesting instance where you're seeing kind of a new director coming in, but someone that's also touched the MCU. And we've seen this with James Gunn as well. Mm-hmm. You know, he's someone that's hopped from the MCU in, under different circumstances, 
mind you, <laughs> over to Suicide Squad. And, you know, that kind of segues, this whole idea kind of segues nicely into um, some of the fun we're going to have here at the back end of the episode and just cross-casting the MCU and DC Extended Universe. Because we have seen in the past where there's been some, you know, cross-pollination across these universes, but they, for the most part, remained fairly separate. You don't see a lot of character actors, especially, jumping across and appearing in one or the other. And there's even been rumors that, you know, actors in the MCU have been more or less contractually forbidden from appearing in their direct competitor in DC films, which oh. makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, but one thing that, you know, we're going to, we're going to do this, this evening uh, to wrap this whole thing up is, uh, and this is coming from our idea man over here, Sanjay. Um, it's just kind of, sorry. No, I was saying I can't take all the credit. Uh, I saw boss logic. If you see him on Twitter, yeah, he, he he threw up a picture of Chris Hemsworth as Aquaman, saying like, you know, oh, this would have been one of my ones in here. I right? didn't even see that. He's like, this would have been like perfect comics accurate Aquaman. And then I just mm. got me got the gears turning, like, yeah, like who else would have been good cross casting? So that's kind of where the uh, idea came from. Nice. Nice. Shout out to Boss yeah. Logic. Stuff's yeah, dope. Man. yeah, that yeah. guy is yeah on fire. His Instagram, oh. yeah, gotta love it, gotta yeah. love it. So guys, what we're gonna do here is we're just gonna kind of go back and forth. Okay. And talk about some some actors and even get into some directors towards the end uh, of of people who we take out of the MCU and potentially cast in the DC extended universe and vice versa. And I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it off here uh, because right. you brought up Chris Hemsworth as Aquaman here. Uh, I just did a direct swap to be honest with you of Hemsworth yeah. and Jason Momoa for Thor and Aquaman. Yeah, man. Um, very similar characters. Now Momoa would have a, probably a very different spin on Thor. Yeah. Um, whereas I can see Hemsworth being maybe more of your comic accurate, like you said, Aquaman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that to me seems like a no brainer. <laughs> oh yeah. To swap these guys around. Yeah. Absolutely. I could totally see Momoa as Thor. Like he keeps the beard. It would be so badass. I, I would be totally down for that, man. If you could find him as like a villain in Thor, I, I'd be down for that to see them fighting. But man, I, I like that. That's, that's dope. Yeah. 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 Definitely. That's so, solid. Well, what do you think on your first one here, Sanjay? Uh, um, like who, who are you swapping around here, or who are you giving a role to in the MC or DC extended universe? Well, I actually have roles for both Hemsworth and Momoa. Um, a little bit different, though. For Momoa, I'm going with Craven the Hunter. Ooh. Love to see him tackle Spider-Man. Ooh, I like oh, that. Son of a gun. So we could have done people that didn't exist yet, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, oh yeah, shoot. I could do whatever, yeah. Oh, man. Okay, <laughs> keep going. Preach, man. Preach. <laughs> and uh, for Hemsworth, this, is, this might be through you guys for loop. But you mentioned that comedic acting chops. What if he was the Joker? Hemsworth as the Joker? Hemsworth, Hemsworth as the Joker. He'd have to bulk down because Joker can't be that, like, jacked. But, you know, another Australian that was, you know, known for comedic roles, mm-hmm. some of it was uh, Heath Ledger. And uh, I think Hemsworth, I think he'd be a terrific Joker. Sonny, you had me so high from the Craven, and then you dropped me so low. That's <laughs> what I do, Troy. <laughs> There's do, no though, in-between man. with me and you. It's either highs and lows. We're either best buds or we're Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Love it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> wow, that one uh, that kind of caught me off guard there. I do not know what to say about that, but I do love Craven the Hunter. Love that one. That's I'll huge. I'll take it 50%. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what are you thinking, Troy? You got you got one that wants well, one on the table. I had I had Hemsworth obviously as Aquaman as well. I think that's yeah. such a no brainer. But I actually had um, 
Jason Momoa is Drax, Drax Destroyer. That's oh, who. Uh, that's okay. who I. That was really rumored, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It was a rumor too. I think it was a rumor. Him, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if Lobo existed, or if I knew, I would have even had him as a as a Lobo. Um, actually, no, that'd be DC still, anyways. So scratch that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> Drax, Drax Destroyer is the one I'm going to go with. Yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah. How about this one? How about this one? How about we throw uh, Gal Gadot? Yeah, our current one one one. I'm gonna toss it on the table as Jennifer Walters, She Hulk. Oh, cool! I like that. I like cool. that. Cool. Yeah. Nice. I don't know. I, yeah. I could see her as the kind of the courtroom suave. Mm-hmm. Um, it would take some work to make her a believable She Hulk, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but just tossing out there, like if, if you're gonna cast someone across, yeah. Um, and I'd love to see Jennifer Walters. You know, big shout out to Stubaka. Yeah, uh, he, he's a She Hulk dude. So. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see her in, and I think sneaking Gal Gadot in there into uh, into that role could work. That'd be nice, dope, man. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Right. Uh, taking taking some of what you guys said, uh, Gal Gadot. How about her as Black Widow? You know, mm-hmm. um, if we get Black Black Widow back in here, and uh, you mentioned um, Drax the Destroyer. How yeah. about if we took Batista and made yeah. him Bane? Yes, Ooh, of course. That's a, yeah. It seems like a, yeah, almost yeah. a no brainer. No, that's that's legit. Yeah, that's a real like Bane right there, man. Yeah, I feel yeah, that it's one. comics yeah. accurate Bane, man. Yeah, yeah, especially what he does to uh, Goslin in Blade Runner. There, who just handles yeah. it. Yeah, great. Um, and he has the wrestling chops too, right? Of so course, of course. Yeah. Um, Gal, I have as Gamora. I could see her oh. totally pulling off Gamora. In I like Guardians. that one more actually. Yeah, you guys could, both want her to be green, see. eh? <laughs> 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 to be uh, honest with you, man, I I really like that one. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool to see her uh, take that that uh, that role on. Yeah, that, that worked pretty well. Nice. Yeah, Crazy. yeah, man. How, how about um, Chris Evans as Hal Jordan? Oh, oh that's dope. Man, that is yeah, really good. That's yeah, nice. Man. Shoot. Ooh, Does yeah. he have the? Because um, my my some of my impression of Hal Jordan. I'm relying on you guys here. Is I got that Ryan Reynolds version in my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking of a mixture between what Evans did with Cap and what he did with Johnny Storm in Fantastic Four. Ah, cool. I love kind of it. Bringing yeah, a bit lighter so tone, not not so stoic, not yeah. so kind of Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but bringing bringing that that Chris Evans acting chops. Yeah. Oh, that, that's uh, America's ass kind of humor. Right there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I, would love that. I like I would that. Love that. Yeah. That's- such a good cast nice yeah, yeah. nice man. Yeah. um so i didn't have evans as um green lantern but i had uh, chris pratt oh yeah Pat as Hal Jordan, too. and yeah. Uh, yeah. michael b as uh, john stewart green lantern nice yeah, yeah man. That more michael b any yeah. day that we... yeah, <laughs> right man. i have everyone he could play batman he could play alfred he could play the penguin he could play catwoman he could be anyone <laughs> nice no i feel that one um I've been saying it for a while, man. I said the best Superman we've had on screen so far has been Chris Evans as <laughs> Captain America day one, and I'm going to continue that. But why not have him as uh, you know Superman himself? So I'm going to go uh, Chris Evans as Clark Kent, Superman. Yeah. Pull it nice. off. I can see that actually. I could actually. I can see that one. You see him do you it. Know, he's, he's got the physique. He's, he's got, got the, the stature, and he's the chops. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Would you dye his hair black? I, I would. I'd at least have it like a dark brown, at least. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He needs to get the mullet back. <laughs> Just give him even like the Tom Willing, you know, when he was in high school. Just give him oh, like, that kind of like that surfer cut. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love Tom Willing Superman. So good. So good. So good. Speaking about Superman. Yes. 
I'm going to try something different here. Nice. You know, Hercules has got a lot of, of FaceTime in the comics recently, and I'm thinking yes. Cavill for Hercules. Ooh. Ooh. Man, that's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Beard yeah. him up a bit. Yeah. You know, get him a little darker hair. Maybe just yeah. he's, got, he's got the build. Oh, yeah, he has the build. And he has the hair. Like the chest. Yeah. Hairy chest. Oh, yeah. Steel. Oh, yeah, he yeah. does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Knock it yeah, out actually, part. actually, Man of Steel version when he's got the beard. Yeah, on. right? That's him. That could that's, work. You, yeah, put, a, you put a little exact. kind of Hercules cramp. Cool. That, that could work for me. Yeah, I like he has that. been that push in the comics. You're right. That's dope. I love it, man. I yeah, love which, it. Anytime a character gets a push in the comics, I immediately think, okay, they're, they're lining him up for some form of introduction yeah. in the MCU. It oh, makes yeah. sense. It oh, makes yeah. Sense. Like Blade, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Awesome. So what do you got? What do you got? So who's, yeah. who are we at? Sonny? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Let's see which one will I go with. Okay. Um, let's go with uh, Tom Holland as uh, Nightwing. Uh, Nightwing? Yeah. Nightwing, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't even make him Robin. I just no, graduate okay. him straight to Nightwing. There you go. He feels like more of a Robin to me. Yeah, yeah, I get the Robin. I get the Robin for sure. I was, was I... going to say Robin, but with Robert Batterson being so young, it would be very weird if he was oh, Robin. okay. Right. I see. Yeah. I see. He has that young face, but I feel it, though. I feel it. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice, man. Um, I had your boy, Mr. Shazam, Zachary <laughs> Levi, as, uh, as Star-Lord. Because he's kind of witty. Um, yeah. and I could see him play well with an ensemble that aren't kids, that are actually yeah. grown people. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the Shazam is the best movie in the world episode. That's coming later. Oh, man. Actually, you know what, guys? <laughs> yeah. Just on that segue, yeah. um, I'm thinking next week. Yeah. I'll be back in town. Okay. We're going to be in the nerd room. Yep. Yeah. Maybe next week we record our Shazam review. I'll have to really put a, a, you know, let it loose <laughs> to the world. Fly, in the yeah, studio, yeah. You, might gotta, you might have to put away your toys, man. It might get messy in there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man. I, we did, I did promise that it would come in August, and it looks like next week is the last week in August to record and still get an episode out in August. Let's right. do it. So um, right now I'm going to tap you guys and nice. say Shazam review. I got to I gotta watch this film. Or maybe I have watched this film. Ooh, I don't know. A little uh, foreshadowing there. Who knows? That's Who knows these days? You know. <laughs> yeah, I've I not remember. commented on it yeah. publicly. <laughs> uh, well, Zachary Levi was in the MCU, Troy. That's right. That's right. He was um, part of Thor's crew, right? Yeah. No. I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now. No. We talked about this before. <laughs> yeah. So, and he was kind of like in and out, in. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah. He was, because that character changed. Uh, Zandril? Yeah, yeah Zandril. The yeah. first one, and then he appeared in the second and third, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. two different guys, because he yeah. went off and did something else. They wow. just used, uh, what's his name? Because they looked the same. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> they look just identical. a stand in, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got one that was actually a rumor, which I still like to this day, and that's Jamie Alexandra, the uh, better known as Lady Sif, as yes. Wonder Woman in the DC yes. Extended Universe. Love it. Yeah, yes. she would have been perfect. Yes, yeah, I she like was that. early days rumored for for that role. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, she would have killed yeah. it. Yeah, she killed I, was, it. I was thinking like maybe her for Big Barda, bring her into the uh, New Gods movie, or like she, you know, I think there's still a chance that she could crossover because he's not like appearing doesn't look like she's appearing in thor anymore so dc bring her in as big barda that's perfect she's yeah. someone i could see coming back in love and thunder though yeah, yeah. she's, she's, she's even to be in it 
she's she's went on Twitter because I think someone said, um, "What's your face? Uh, Valkyrie's looking for a queen," and she's like, "Boom, I'm there. Like, put me in." Like, oh she, yeah, she did say yeah, that. I remember she, seeing she that. She's like, that. "I'm in." Yeah, which she's like, dope. "I'm not working. Let's do this." Yeah, well, she does think, that movie Blind Spot or whatever. I don't know if that, it, yeah, that or that. not movie TV, TV show. show right? I don't know yeah. if that's ended or not. But nice. yeah, um, yeah. Let's let's do another couple rounds here and then move cool. on to to directors. All right. Nice. Um, okay, let's go to the uh, X Men universe. Uh, Ooh, Magneto. Uh, mm. Jeremy Irons. Oh shoot! Okay, yeah. oh. I can see that. Oh, yeah, man. Sunny. All right, man. Right? Back on my lip. Thank you, okay. thank you. He, he's great at playing villains. He played yes. Scar in Lion King, and he's got like he's the right age for Magneto, and I think yes. he's got the right look for it. Oh man, that's dope! I really like that one. Thank you, that's thank solid. you. That's solid. Thank yeah, you. I'm feeling that. Um, I had Wonder Woman as well, but I had uh, Zoe Saldana playing. Uh, uh, playing I like Wonder it. Woman. Okay, I could dig that. For yeah, I think that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. I think she could she could mess it up. Uh, in a good way, I mean, she could mess yeah. up. Uh, you know, what I mean, the fight scene, she could kill it. Kill I think it. she me. was already in a DC film, wasn't she? In the Losers with Chris Evans, I think they were like. Yeah, she was. Yeah, they were both in it, so they. I believe there's so. another little oh, okay. bit of cross casting. Oh shoot! Yeah, uh, and the Wizard of he's in Guardians. That's right. Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah, yeah, he plays. Um, yeah, Ronan's buddy there. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I can't remember the name on top the of my head. The guy that goes like who? Who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, How got, about this? How about um, Tom Holland yeah. for Flash? Ooh, oh, yes. Yes, dude. See that. Yes, absolutely. Way better than Homeboy, who they have right now. Yeah. 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 Anyone's better than Ezra Miller. <laughs> right? I feel like he, he hasn't got a chance to get a solo film. I, I think he'll he'll break out there or he'll be done. One of the two. Yeah. He'll be great or he'll be crap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are, what are you feeling for for directors here? Because this, oh, wait, is, wait, this is always some directors. Oh, you got, got, you got, got a, couple a couple more. more. I got a couple more. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm I'm fresh quickly, out. Quickly, quickly. <laughs> I'll uh, throw them. Troy, you got any more? Yeah, I got like two more. I can quickly run oh, through. Okay, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I got Robert Downey Jr. as Lex Luthor. Robert Downey Jr. Okay. Oh shoot. Yeah, okay. I, I'm yeah. thinking like you know in the scenes when he's in Endgame when he's chewing out Captain America. You know he has that that kind of that anger that he could use, and it'd be a little bit more campy, a little bit more like Gene Hackman, Lex. As opposed Punching to just yeah. 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 Nice. Um, and some fanta- and some Fantastic Four ones. Let's go. Chris Pine as Mister Fantastic, mm. and uh, Margot mm. Robbie as Sue Storm. Oh damn! Okay. Nice. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I question. I left Downey off my list on purpose. Yeah. Right? Because there's no other character <laughs> or no other role that he could play in comic book movies. <laughs> what if What if he's cast as well? What if he's cast as Batman? I don't know. Like he just. There's no way I can see like most of these guys. The way I looked at this too, I could kind of see through their current roles. Mm-hmm. I think, but Downey, even Evans, I have a harder time with. But I could get on board maybe with Hal Jordan. Yeah. But uh, I can't see through Downey into anyone else. Tough. Like he to me is just Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man, all one in the same. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, a tough totally. one. Yeah. Totally. Um, I just got one more. It's kind of cheating, but uh, Michael yeah. Keaton as an older Bruce Wayne for Batman Beyond. <laughs> it would just go. be too perfect. Yeah, <laughs> <you know, laughs> do it up. 
<laughs> we did say cross-casting MC in DC Extended Universe, so yeah, that, that fits. That fits the <laughs> rules. Let's do it. Bends them a little bit, but <laughs> nice. All right, Troy, All right. finish us off here. Um, I had Sebastian Stan as Batman. Um, oh, I like I think that. That could be kind of interesting. Ooh, yeah. Um, he could bulk up a bit. He has the jawline. He could go a little crazy. Mm. He could give us a bit of that that keen, actually, a little bit. So I think he would be kind of a cool choice. I had Chris Evans as Superman, and I actually have Robert Downey Jr. as Jarrell, as the dad. Oh. I think that could be kind Ooh, of nice. interesting. Interesting take. Totally. Um, Josh Brolin as Zod. I think that'd be pretty cool. Oh, that'd be cool. I was going to say Josh Brolin as uh, Darkseid, but I figured everyone would get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was uh, he was Jonah Hex. Eh? He's, he's, he was, yes. And he's been in uh, Deadpool, so he's just missing Spider-Man to c- connect all four. Yeah. Quick, yeah, cast him funny. in Spider-Man, Troy. <laughs> cast which one in Spider-Man? Josh Brolin. In Spider-Man? Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 uh, Hammerhead. I thought Perfect. it was Hammerhead. Oh, yeah, yeah that okay. actually would work. Yeah, I like yeah. that. What about Kingpin? Yeah. Him as Kingpin? Mm-hmm. That works too. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I can't I can't see through what's his name and Kingpin either. Oh uh, Law and Order. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's funny because he had a I can't I follow him on Twitter. I can't remember Vincent Onofrio. Yeah. He uh, and someone had said, I'll be like, is this guy from this? And then he just literally listed all of the amazing stuff he's been in. <laughs> It was quite funny. Awesome. Um, let's, let's, let's talk directors here. Awesome. Um, I'll, throw, I'll throw one on the table here, and this is probably the lowest hanging fruit. It's uh, the Russo brothers for Justice League. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be down yeah. for that, man. Yeah. You I mean, know, I know some people might not fully agree with that, and this is probably where you'll have the biggest discrepancy in uh, this cross-casting is what you do with the directors. Yeah. Uh, because we all know that Whedon – Maybe shouldn't have done Justice League, but I don't know. Maybe <laughs> should have. Uh, but anyways, uh, in defense <laughs> of Mr. Whedon, I feel like if he was given the project from day one, yeah, the the end result would have been better. He was put in a bad situation as oh, well. Yeah. well. He tried to. He was brought him. on board to save a ship that was half underwater. <laughs> <laughs> Momentum carried him the rest of the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I have the Russo brothers, but I have them doing Green Lantern. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, you know they got it's that space one. epic with Endgame, with Infinity War. Let's see what they can do with Hal Jordan, with the Sinestro Corps. Let's let's make this big. Let's make this epic. Let's do it. Uh, I have Patty Jenkins for Captain America: First Avenger. Ooh, I, I like cool. that. She could do some stuff with that right there. Period piece there. Period man. piece right there, man. Yeah, yeah what she man. did with Wonder Woman in No Man's Land. Oh. Yeah. Be wicked what she could do there with Cap. Um, no Cap. World War II setting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I got uh, Taika Waititi for Green Lanterns. Ooh, well, he was in the movie. Was he? Oh yeah, he was. He was. He was. was he really? He's his buddy. Yeah, he was an actor. He was uh, his best friend. Yeah. So That's crazy. he already knows the character. Yeah, I want a weird ass Green Lanterns, oh. and he is the guy to give it to us. <laughs> if you want a weird ass Green Lantern, you should read the Grant Morrison run. Like, I feel like yeah. I need to do shrooms just to understand what's going on in some of the pages. <laughs> like, it's so weird, it's so out there, but but I love it. Awesome, uh, awesome. Let's fill a few more t- on the table before I we, got, we wrap uh, this episode up. Uh, Patty Jenkins as Fantastic Four. Bring oh, kind of shoot. That, uh, yeah, okay, a Wonder Woman yes. vibe to it. That Superman the movie vibe to it. Let's do it. Nice. Feeling that. That's nice. Yeah. Good looking okay. out. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Whose turn is it here? Is it mine again? Yeah, it's you. I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to think of someone else that's directed a DC Extended Universe film. 
<laughs> I can't think of any. There's, there's, there's uh, only only there's one. one, but I'm probably not gonna do them. Who's that guy who used to direct uh, music videos? <laughs> oh yeah, David Ayer. David Ayer, man. Yeah. David Ayer has done some legit good stuff. Like End of yeah. Watch is unreal. Fury is unreal. He he. Fury yeah. is unreal. You're yeah, right. Good. Uh, Fury's good. good. Uh, yeah. So let, let's let me talk through one out loud here. I okay. want to put Scott Derrickson in a role. I want to see a horror DC film. So are we talking like Dark Justice League? Or are we well, talking? Dude, um, I have that right here. Derrickson, Justice League Dark. Constantine. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I like Constantine. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel that. Love it. Oh, man, that's a good one. Yeah. Man, awesome. why aren't we working in Hollywood? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just go oh. wheel. Like you're doing this movie now. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's see. What, what, what happened when you got there, Sanjay? Uh, okay. Well, I had Derrickson, Justice League Dark, but uh, this one, a little bit easy. Um, Zack Snyder as Punisher. Let's see him do a Punisher movie where he just let it rain R-rated, just go balls to the wall, just make it insane, just just do it. I can see that no, for sure. Yeah, that that works actually. Yeah. You know, no light, no smiles, <laughs> um, lots of 3D camera spins. Uh, I'm yeah. only kidding. I'm only kidding. Actually, I can see that one. Actually, that would that would, I think that would bring a lot of the at least from the action good, yeah. standpoint. Yeah, it'd yeah. be really good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, from the director that brought you no late, <laughs> Zack Snyder. Yeah, um, I'll do, uh, do James Gunn for uh, Aquaman. Nice. I think that could be, I think it'd be pretty fun, pretty crazy, pretty wild. I would dig that. I would dig yeah. that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay, can we put Coogler into a role here? Um, yeah. I just I did lack the kind of depth beyond what we've seen on film already from the DC extended universe, but. What uh, what could Cooler feel? Because this guy can, in my opinion, do no wrong. Yeah, give him Batman. I was gonna say Batman. Oh. Yeah, yeah. From Fruitvale to um, to Creed. Yeah, Batman yes. could be pretty cool. Wakanda to yeah. Gotham. Let's do it. Because oh, he's man. worked with WB on Creed, right? So they have a good WB relationship. Creed? Uh, yeah, yeah. WB Creed. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No, I digging that one, man. That's dope. Love, okay, I'm I'm down for that. Give Coogler Batman hashtag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reeves is like I haven't even started yet, and you're already kicking me out. I'm already recasting you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. That taps me out on this one. You guys got any leftovers there? Um, Troy. I just had Russo Brothers for uh, Superman. I just want a fun Superman good. movie, and I, I Man of Steel is my favorite Superman movie, but I just want like a nice fun um, Superman movie. And I think the Russos can nail that one. Nice. That'd be good. That'd be good. Um, I'm going to go James Wan with Doctor Strange. Oh, damn. Yeah, I can buy that. He's got that that same horror element. Got that that horror element. Yeah. Yeah. And Heat Man, Aquaman was just a beautiful film. He could bring that to Doctor Strange as well. Let's do it. I would love that. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. You want to bring us home? You got any more to throw on the table before we wrap this one up? Um, Let's say uh, the Russo brothers and. why don't they do Justice League versus Avengers? They can okay, do the. It's a big the, film. Yeah, man. It'd be the biggest film of all time. $400 million budget. The actors alone would be like bitching in the parking lot. They don't want to lose to this guy. You know, it, it would be huge stakes, but it would be a great time. Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's bananas, man. Uh, no, I'll throw John Watts for Flash. Just out there. Oh, that's a good oh, one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 He can bring over Holland. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> he dyes hair red. Well, yeah. Right. Out of the Wally West. 
Yeah, Wally West, man. I oh, think the Wally West um, Flash. I think Wally Barry. West, yeah. Okay, yeah. You can dig it. I can dig it. Well, no, I mean, if you're going to go with the red hair, that's fine. It's just as long as he's not doing no, you know, bros before heroes nonsense. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> heroes in crisis, man. <laughs> 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 all right joe and that's gonna have to wrap it up for yeah. this week i quite enjoyed that actually that, that was, was a lot of fun, that just was fun. Yeah. seeing how we can mix and mash these universes here and i guess with all that being said you know we've run through a lot this week it's been a blast being back at the mics with you guys and uh, if you'd like to be a bigger part of this show or of the nerd room in general you can always email us at the nerd at gmail.com you can hit us up on twitter our handles are at the end of the episode we are always hanging out there hashtag twitter gang hashtag stay nerd hashtag we the nerd you can also check us out on instagram at the nerd rm troy's been lighting it up <laughs> recently with some of them oh, customs yeah. that he's been placing there he's our uh, instagram recently model did that. Yeah, that spider, that Spider Man, that that uh, mod up to the Far From Home from the Legend. Yeah, beautiful yeah. stuff. So you can Thanks, catch out our hunts and everything going on there. Um, you can find everything else we do over at nerdroom.net as well as StarWarsCommonwealth.com. We can find us and all the other podcasts within the Star Wars Commonwealth. We got some big news coming here. It's inevitably going to kind of just see that first crack in the foundation breaking off into something what could be you know finally a flushing of news across the commonwealth here so look into those guys for everything star wars and you can also find us over on emotionally 14 where our man rob wade he endorses us over there on emotionally14.com along with a few other fantastic podcasts go check out everything he's doing as well as myself as well as ourselves and the other endorsed podcasts. And with all that being said, gentlemen, the mouthful is that uh, we are done for this week. We're going to be at the mics likely with our Shazam review next week. We're going to, you know, get to the, the tipping point here of the Nerd Room Civil War. Hashtag Team Troy. Hashtag Team, team Sanjay. Pick a side. Choose a side. You know, you guys can't stand in the middle forever. I can't stand in the middle forever. Am I going to be your Black Panther? Am I going to be, you know... Someone else, you know, maybe falling on that Winter Soldier side. Who knows? Who knows where we're going to be at here. But it's going to be a lot of fun recording that one because I'm sure there's going to be a lot said. So look forward to that next week. And I guess until then, for the Nerd Room, I'm Tim. Sorry, you know, I got one last thing. One quick thing. D23 is coming up over or under. Are we going to get a Rise of Skywalker trailer this weekend? 100% yes. Yes. Okay, cool. That's all I need to know. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Love it. I think so, yes. Yeah, Yeah, I'm there. All right, three yeses. All right. Brilliant. Okay, yeah, and we'll also be back with some D23 content next week, I guess, on that point as well. So oh, yeah. we're going to see uh, what we'll, 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 you know, we'll always be at the mics on Thursdays, and we'll be giving you that latest content. So with all that being said, guys, for the Nerd Room, I'm Tim. I'm Troy. And I'm Sanjay. A lot less enthusiasm at <laughs> an hour and a half in. <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much for entering. The Nerd Room. This has been a Nerd Room Podcast production. You can find our hosts Tim, Troy, and Sanjay on Twitter at TheNerdRM, TroyTheBoy87, and Sanjabi. For more content from The Nerd Room, check out TheNerdRoom.net. And don't forget to subscribe to The Nerd Room on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you plug in. Be sure to head over to StarWarsCommonwealth.com to find more podcasts from Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Saber, Generation X-Wing, Road Squadron Podcast, San Diego Saber's Radio Podcast, Retro Inc., and the Sandcrawler Podcast. Follow Star Wars Commonwealth on Twitter at SW Commonwealth and take your first steps into a larger world.